1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network.
0: We've got plenty of your time to get your bets in UFC 277 in Dallas tonight. We've got a rematch. Juliana Pena taking on Amanda Nunez, part due. With that, let's break it down. Brendan Tobin, Sean Levine. Welcome on, friend of the show, Eddie Law from Caveside Press, representing his Dad of the Year shirt. I don't know how official those things really are, but it certainly <laughs> looks good on him today. Um, I can't bet Amanda Nunez. Like, would that be a wise bet to put money on somebody who we saw this fight very recently, and for lack of a better term, she got her butt whooped all around the octagon.
2: Why would I bet on her tonight? I, you bet on her because she's the GOAT. She's the greatest of all time. And and, and here's the thing that I have with that uh, where I agree with you, where I couldn't bet on Amanda is because how many times have we seen a champion lose their belt, vow they're going to get it back, get a rematch, and then fall flat on their face? We just saw it with Piotr Young, right? Aljamain Sterling, the first fight. Piotr Jan doesn't know the rules, lands on a legal, uh, a legal knee. Um, you know, we can say whatever you want about Aljo taking the way out or not, but he was champion, right? Get the rematch, everybody's betting Piotr Jan. The five guys that bet for Aljo certainly made a lot of money that night, but I thought Piotr Jan was going to annihilate him. Couldn't do it. So going off of that, that's happened countless times in, in the MMA world and many different promotions. So that would be the reason I wouldn't bet Nunes. But it's if you, for a reason to bet, uh, you know, bet on her, is she's been think about think of it this way when she won the belt for Misha Tate, UFC 200, right? It was supposed to be this big card, John Jones. John Jones says positive. They bump that fight up, that gets a lot of eyeballs. She takes out Misha Tate. And what was the next fight? The uh, uh, the Ronda Rousey fight. You know, Dana White famously quoted as saying, like, Ronda text me tonight or text me just now after the fight and said, Hey, I guess I gotta get ready for Amanda. Amanda comes out, underdog again. Why? You know, Ronda didn't give us any reason why she should be the favorite. Goes in there, knocks Ronda out on the feet. And from then on, you started seeing, that you know, the greatest fighter of all time. So uh, I think this last fight she came in, coming off the COVID thing, coming up some controversies inside her gym and all the stuff. I think if, if we get the Amanda Nunes that knocked out Chris Cyborg, we're talking a bet right there for you.
1: What do you, what did you make of the first fight, Eddie? Like I, it was such a weird thing because she was, she, you know, things kind of looked business as usual in that first round. It wasn't the most exciting first round, but kind of got into a little bit of a grappling match with, with Juliana. I don't know if she would do that, uh, you know, going around, she probably wanted to keep it more on the feet. Like, do you think there are just te- technical things that she's going to go about different? So maybe she doesn't gas out as quick or. You know, does Juliana have the uh, the mental edge here, and she's gonna find a way over five rounds anyway?
2: So that's the thing with Mana Nunez, right? And Juliana Pena said it herself before; she said it countless times. Nunez will come get you in that first round. If she don't get you out in that first round, then you you know, you, you you got you 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 know, cooking with gas, like they say. Um, with Nunez. Every fight she's been in the last, you know, a you know, couple of years to three years, most of them go first round, if not really second round. But most of them are first round finishes. Chris Cyborg was a knockout. Ronda Rousey was a knockout. Um, all those things come into play when it comes to that. Now, with with uh, with Pena, okay. Well, what Newton should do, I think, is be in shape, be ready to go, and not come out firing in that first round, not blow the gas tank so early. Because that second round, Pena has a high pressure style. She gets in your face, and she doesn't back up. If you saw it, Pena would eat shots to land them. And in the second round, when Nunes was realizing that Pena was not going to back up and stop or slow down or give her that space that, 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 that like Chris Cyborg gave her in their fight to throw shots, that's when she got tired she got stopped. Um, as far as the ending of that fight, seeing, I haven't seen every much every single man in Nunes' fight that she's had in the UFC anyway. Um, to me, it looked like it was a Nunes who said, I'm not going to win this one. Um, I'm just going to, you know, I, I want out. Because the choke was it, ain't or did it look tight? Even the commentators. I mean, Joe Rogan's a black belt. You know, a tenth planet, tenth uh, planet jujitsu. Um, everyone on there other than John Anik is high level, right? Grappling. They all look like they were just like they were all as confused as we were. Like, what was she have, That's it. So, um I think we get a different news tonight, and and uh, and I think it's going to be on Penion to step up. Now, is Penion playing mind games? Yes. Yesterday at the weigh-ins. She waited literally to the last minute to weigh in, and comes in at what one thirty four point five. You were already on weight. Why wait till the end? Mind games. Make make everybody think all Penny's losing, and Pena's losing and she's, you know, she's she's having a rough weight cut. No, she looked great. So, um, it's gonna be an interesting fight, man. I, I honestly can't wait for it.
0: Let's make some money tonight, Eddie Law from Cageside Press. You can follow him on Twitter at eLaw thirty two breaking down tonight's fight card, UFC two seventy seven in Dallas. He's tapped out with us for the next few minutes. Brandon Moreno in the co-main event, taking on Kai Carr-France. Usually, when it comes to flyweights, I like to play the underdogs because recently that's been the way to make some money. But I'm leaning Moreno right now. Which way are you thinking?
2: Um, I'm leaning Moreno as well. Uh, Kai Carr-France, I think he's like a three-fight win streak right now, all knockouts. Credit to him. Who are they? Like, who are they? Right? They're not. I'm, and I'm, it's not to put him down. It's think about the level of fighter they've had. Brandon Moreno has been fighting Davis and Figueredo the last three fights. We're talking like easily right now, one, two in the world with Brandon uh, as far as flyweight goes. Like Davis and Figueredo, when he fought him, when Moreno beat him for the belt, everybody thought he might be the greatest fighter on the planet. We're talking pound for pound. So it's just you know, there's levels to this and everything. Mind you, Kai France is super dangerous. Do not underestimate a man who trains with Alexander Volkanovski, featherweight champion, and Izzy Israel Adesanya, uh, uh, middleweight champion daily. If you've seen any of the sparring videos, I'm mean, saying with Kai and, and, and Izzy, but Izzy and uh, Dan Hooker, former featherweight, now returning back to lightweight, they throw down, like Izzy does not care that you're lighter or smaller than him, he goes in. So Kai friends is super dangerous, but Brandon Moreno is in his last few fights has shown the focus and, and that like just, just Killer instinct, right? Kobe Bryant style. That that a lot of uh, uh, a lot of fighters don't have. He definitely has, and I think that's why you go with him.
1: Is, is there anything when you have that much time uh, between fights? It's been what, like three years since they last uh, went at it. Like, so oh. do you think there are things that Kai can improve on from that last fight? Because he had a really, really successful first round the last time around, but you know, Moreno just showed such great durability and great versatility. What do you think Kai can learn from that first fight to have better results this time around?
2: Yeah, that first fight, Kai came out firing. Like he, was, he wanted to get an impressive knockout, first finish and all that. And then, yeah, he slowed down the second and third. I think he needs to come out in this fight and read Brandon better. Brandon is very calculated when it comes to his movement. He's not a waste movement kind of guy. Like, he'll give you a feint. He'll give you a move. He'll move his head a lot. Um, but he's not going to waste a movement. If Kai can read up on that and time it well, He's gonna be have a lot of success with with that uh, with Moreno. Now again, it's it's it, can you keep it up for three rounds or four? Sorry, five rounds. This is his first five round fight, in fact. I just realized that his first five round fight in his career. So there you go. If you want another reason to bet on Moreno, Moreno's had a bunch already. But I uh, know Kai France is also you know breath of fresh air. And think of it again. He's been training with killers and champions. And that city kickboxing gym out of New Zealand, they have some mad scientists as head coaches. So uh, yeah, keep that in mind. They definitely have something special for Moreno.
0: Talking a little fighting here with Eddie Law from Cage Side Press on the BetQL network. While we're talking about fighters overseas, how about oh, Patty the baddie? When it comes to where he is right now, it feels like everybody understands that he's not close to a title, but he's also must see TV. How far away is he from being in that conversation? We start talking about rankings and stuff like
2: that. So. People ask me all the time, like, hey, what fight should Patty get next? And all this stuff. And we should give him a top 10 guy. No, 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 no. So relax. Settle down. Let the man build himself. He is a star. He has the the, the charisma, the personality. He's got the fighting style. Um, he's got that it, whatever you want to call it. He's got it, right? They've been coming to Conor McGregor lately. He's got he's got that. Um, now, as far as how far from the title, in the UFC, ever since they sold, so we're talking from before, uh, after Lorenzo Petita, the Petita brothers and Dana White sold it to to who hasn't now, you know, Ari Emanuel, and all those guys. Um, before that, you saw main events and pay-per-views that weren't title fights, right? So now, every pay-per-view is a title fight other than this upcoming 279 with Nate Diaz and uh, Hamza Shumayev. But um, with the... Uh, I no, not man. With these guys, it's going to be uh, kind of wild. But as far as title shot goes for Patty, he's this close. And I say that He's this close, not because he deserves it, but because the UFC wants to throw a guy in there that's just charismatic and, and, and attracts people, that's the guy you're throwing for a title fight. So I'll give you this. By the end of next year, Patty Pimba will fight for a title.
1: Damn. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, Eddie, you got a couple of uh, fan favorites tonight, and Derek Lewis and Anthony Smith, both underdogs, against scary Russians. You know, Derek Lewis to Sergei Pavlovich and uh, Magaban Ankalaev against uh, Anthony Smith. Which dog fan favorite would you uh, – do you like their chances more? Tonight? I mean, Anthony Smith, I mean, the odds are very, very uh, disrespectful. It almost feels like, you know, he's – so uh, which one do you like the most tonight?
2: I would take Derek Lewis. Um, I love Anthony Smith. Don't get me wrong. I love Anthony Smith, okay, and I hate starting something like that. But Magomed Ankalaev is a dog. Oh, man. Every fight he has, like, you know, he you can tell he could finish a fight. But he's like, ah, I'm just going to beat you up for the next three rounds or two rounds because I feel like it. And, you know, anytime you try to you try to get a position move on him, he knows how to cut it off. Um, I will say this. There's a chance Anthony Smith wins the fight because if you've noticed his fights after he's taken an analyst position with the UFC, he analyzes things. His IQ, fight IQ is skyrocketed. I, I wish we would have gotten this Anthony Smith against John Jones from back at, two, at UC 235 because I think he would have looked a lot better. But um, But as far as – who I take I take Derek Lewis man first of all he's got to break that streak of losing in Texas and uh the heavyweights man you never know knockouts you know knock out of the knockout
0: all right well if we're talking guys that are underdogs against guys that are big scary with big scary beards I gotta ask you about Nate Diaz versus Hamza Jamiah Nate is a but I mean, you think Anthony Smith's a big underdog tonight Nate is a twice that big of an underdog coming up in that as you mentioned main event fight any reason to play Nate Diaz
2: uh yeah, I'm not surprised. That guy, he's that guy. Um, and again, everyone knows I'm a big time Diaz brothers fan. Nate Nick, his brother, his older brother, Nick's my favorite fighter of all time. And so I will always rep with the Diaz brothers. I'm picking Nate on this one because he's my guy. But um, why 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 pick a Nate Diaz to win? Because everyone thought Conor was gonna screw you know screw you know mess him up over at 196, right? You know Nate's coming in you know bigger, a little pudgier on short notice, just off a boat drinking tequila in Mexico, comes in and takes his neck takes him out um that being said there's a lot there's going to be more money on jimmy than than anything because he's a scary scary guy and he if you guys watch his last fight against gilbert burns we saw him get hurt and he still came back and hit hard so it's going to be an uphill battle for nate but uh but i gotta say i'm still picking nate you know ride or die man forever
1: and you think uh if, if 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 um Juliana pulls it off again tonight, and she does win. Do you think this is the last we'll see Amanda Nunes? Like, do you, does this feel like, you know, one way or another is the career winding down? She said, I think, this week that she wants to fight till 40, but, you know, we were hearing that from Joanna going into her fight against uh, Wei Lee, and then all of a sudden the career is over. So do you think this is a chance tonight that this is the last time we see Amanda Nunes?
2: Yeah, it's possible. And the reason I say it's possible is two reasons. She's also the women's featherweight champion, but there's nobody in that division. Like, if you look it up, there's literally nobody in that division. So... You know, she can say, you know, let's say she loses tonight. She could say, like, I still got one more belt. I want to defend it. And the first question we're all going to have is who? Against who? A blowing up 35-er? You're not, you know, we're not We're not going to care about that. Um, if she loses tonight, she's not going to get an entire shot if she loses to Pena twice, especially not in a row. Especially if she gets finished tonight, but somehow. So uh, I think there's a good chance she might just be like, you know what? I got all the money I need. I just opened up a gym. Uh, I have, a, you know, my daughter with my wife. I'm good to go.
0: Speaking of champ champs, Conor McGregor, he's talking about coming back. As a gambling man, which you are, Elaw32 on Twitter, what do you think is the, the comeback fight that makes the most sense for the notorious one?
2: What makes the most sense, if you're the promotion, it's Michael Chandler. Um, if you're Conor McGregor, and whoever holds the belt. All right, that guy he wants he wants the best of the best of the best, and and he's done enough for the for the UFC and for for MMA as a whole to to at least ask for it. He might not get it, um, but he can at least ask for it. Uh, I think I think he's gonna be Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler impressive knockout in Phoenix at UC 274. That that front kick that dropped Tony Ferguson and put him to sleep for minutes for quite a while. He didn't wake up for a while, and we were all you know sitting in media row going like, "Come on, Tony, come on!" So uh, the heat's there. Mike Chandler's been calling for it. Uh, Conor McGregor ain't said very much. He just, you know, he likes to stay on Twitter and tweet and delete. But uh, I think Michael Chandler has to be, to me, has to be the move.
1: So, you know, uh, you don't think there's anything to the Chandler Dustin Poirier thing? Like, would you like a matchup like that? I mean, it's kind of weird because we don't know when Conor's going to come back yet. Like, there's all this Floyd Mayweather smoke. And I know Dana throws cold water on it, but I don't really, you know, he did that the last time too. So maybe Conor's leg isn't doing that great and he would come back in box. And if that's the case... Does Michael Chandler versus Dustin Poirier make a lot of sense to you?
2: Right. And, and so that, that's, that's uh, on, on top of what I said about him fighting Michael Chandler is that I think Conor ain't coming back to like halfway next year if that. Because um, he obviously if he goes boxing, he's going to be out longer. But, but I mean, by the way, don't put anything past Floyd Mayweather. That guy will make it happen if he wants to. But uh, but no, that, that, I think that Michael Chandler-Poirier fight is next for those two guys. And then, you know, win or lose, I think Mike Chandler still makes sense because Poirier already, was he 2-0 against Conor? There's no reason to do that fight again unless, you know, Conor kicks and screams for it, which he could. And, uh, and then we see it again. But I think I think he's going to be out a lot longer than than, uh, than even Dana White's putting out there.
0: Great stuff, Eddie. Let's do it again soon, brother. Eddie Law from Cage Side Press. Follow him on Twitter at Elaw32. Enjoy the fights tonight, man.
2: You too, man. I appreciate you guys.
0: I think I'm with him when it comes to the Chandler thing. Like, I keep circling around in different answers. I will say this, though. If we do end up seeing Chandler Poirier, I haven't seen what the early odds look like. And I do think we're going to get that one because, like you guys point out, who knows when Connor's coming back. I think the Chandler puts him on his back set. I think he knocks him out. We'll keep talking about that on the other side. Don't give me that face. You're locked in right. to the bet. I'll tell you in a second. You're locked in to the bet that.